Well, hello there. I'm Cosmic Cannibal, and this is Cosmic Chronicles, your weekly report of all things astrology, from zodiac signs and planets to transits and horoscopes. Ah, and speaking of horoscopes, I've got yours for the entire freaking month because the sun has entered Cancer, and it's Cancer season. Yay! Yep, yep, you can say goodbye to the fickle and flighty times of Gemini season and instead grab your hanky. There's going to be a lot of tears because the sun has shifted into cardinal water sign cancer, bringing a wave of moodiness, sensitivity, and Lana Del Rey worthy nostalgia. And Lana is a cancer, by the way. Uh, cancer is a water sign, as mentioned, and in astrology, water is the element of emotions. So. <laughs> Just get ready for tears. Cancer season, which runs from June 21st through July 22nd, is a season of heightened feeling, heightened imagination, and hyperinhibition. During this time of year, you are more compassionate, more intuitive, and more sensitive to the thoughts, words, actions of others. In other words, you're uh, making a lot of shit up in your head because you think that when that person didn't say hi to you, they were actually ignoring you because you did something to them in the past. I don't know. I'm not a Cancer. I don't exactly know how those minds work, but it's something along those lines. Ooh, the bonus here is that Cancer season also marks the official beginning of summer with the summer solstice. Now, summer is typically an extroverted time. You go to the beach, you go on road trips. I don't know. You go singing. I don't really know what people do. I'm a hermit myself. But don't be shocked if you feel also like an introverted hermit these next few weeks. Ruled by the moon, also a planet of emotions, Cancer's glyph is actually the crab. So that little hermit thing's connection there. So you can expect to act similarly to that crustacean this Cancer season. What does that look like? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe it's that you're zigzagging your way to your goals instead of going directly to them. Or in Gemini's case, ignoring them and going to the new bright shiny thing next door. Um, you might hide in your shell you know, shell being your house, your apartment, your car, anything that offers you protection from the cruelty of the outside world. Or, oh, this is a big thing. You might experience a longing to be seen and to stow away because that's what cancers love to do. Oh, why doesn't anybody pay attention to me? Well, cause you're hiding in your house. I live with a cancer. <clears throat> Anyway, uh, oh, the last one. Oh, this is a big cancer thing. You're itching to give and receive lots of laughter, nurturing, and TLC. The receive part is big on that. Cancer's like, how come nobody loves me? Why does everybody lie to me? Nobody's hugging me. Ugh, God, we're all going to be like that. Now, it's understandable that you may from time to time feel a bit crabby and lash out like Tom Hanks recently did. Cue the clip. Back the f what are y'all doing? But that's what cancers do, right? My dad is a cancer, so I can say that. Cancers lash out because they get crabby. Nobody loves me. Nobody hugs me. Nobody feeds me. Or, God forbid, you insult their mothers. But when or how severely you'll lash out depends on this season's planetary transits and also where the sun in cancer is in your chart, which I could go into, uh, I don't know. So without further ado, your 
cosmic weather forecast for 2022 cancer season. That's supposed to be a drum roll. That's not a very good drum roll. That's like a motorboat. Motorboat, please. On June 22nd, that's today, Venus, the planet of love and money, enters airy Gemini until July 17th. That means our relationships and finances for most of cancer season will be fraught with fickleness, flightiness, and impulsivity. <laughs> and I thought we were done with all that. Guess what? We're not. Gemini always has another trick up its sleeve. I can say that. I'm a Gemini. So you can expect to spontaneously spend on random gadgets and flirt mindlessly with pretty much everyone and anyone who comes your way. <laughs> I mean, I'm not very flirty. I'm very flirty. Actually, people are very flirty with me. That's that's the, the thing. I'm not the one flirting. They're flirting with me. And what am I going to do? Be rude and not flirt back? <laughs> no. June 28th has a double shot of transits. Neptune the planet of illusion and confusion and mystery, stations retrograde in 25 degrees Pisces, and there's a new moon in Cancer. Oh, this is supposed to be a very, very big new moon, just saying, like, if you want to plant seeds for growth, literally, like, you could go in the ground, not you, but go outside, dig in the ground and put seeds there, not your face or body, that would be the time to do it. Also, metaphorical time for planting seeds, just saying. So, retrograde Neptune is a time for creative, spiritual, and or mystical reflection, because that's all the shit the planet rules. <clears throat> Ooh, your imagination and intuition may feel as low resolution as an iPhone 4. I can say that, because I had that phone. And you might need to see if you're over-idealizing certain people. Hmm. If you're a mutable sign, Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces, you need to be especially careful and mindful of where in your lives you're deceiving yourselves and or others, because that's what Neptune's going to have you do. I know for me, uh, being Neptune dominant, <laughs> I deceive everybody, so it's like, you know, whatever. The Cancer New Moon, which is exact at 7.52 p.m. Eastern Time, is packed with transits. And this is why it is so good for growth or whatever, seed planting. I don't know. What are you, Johnny Appleseed? Get the fuck out of here. Jupiter and Aries is square or very tensely aspecting the New Moon, which makes us extra sensitive first and foremost. So a minor incident might shatter your confidence or a sense of security for days. Again, I have to reference the Tom Hanks incident. Cue the clip. Back the f off. What are y'all doing? My God, why is America's dad acting with such meanness? And by the way, Rita Wilson didn't really even trip. Okay, like, she, well, actually she did trip. Let me rephrase that. Rita Wilson was not tripped. She tripped. I, she's tripping. Also, with Jupiter square, the new moon, there's an urgency and um, an overbubbling of excitement and abundance to, like, attract abundance. I don't fucking know. On the plus side, Jupiter is also making a sextile, or <laughs> get your fucking mind out of the gutter, a more constructively harmonious aspect to Venus and Gemini. Now, Jupiter sextile Venus imbues us with good vibes and makes a choice few of us, <coughs> Aries, <coughs> Gemini, extra lucky because 
those are in their signs. Love, money, and long-term aspirations benefit. Wowza. Also, um, you might be hankering for sweet treats because that's what Venus likes. If you've ever met a Taurus or a Libra, then you will agree with me when I say that they love sugar. It's because of Venus, their ruler. Venus is like, yo, give me that sugar. And they're like, yo, give me that sugar, you know? Just saying. Mars and Saturn are also linking up with the sextile. Why does that sound kind of naughty? Uh, which will help align your drive with your discipline. Talk about a benefit. Now, retrograde Neptune and Pluto are also making a sextile. What is with the sextiles this season? And astrology.com says uh, you'll be, quote, experiencing a powerful reminder to keep a sacred promise that human beings should be a bridge to each other rather than a burden. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? Uh, I guess Marty McFly would agree with me when I say that. That is some heavy shit. I don't really know what it means, but that's heavy, Doc. What's up, Doc? Okay, on July 5th, Mars enters the slow sign of Taurus. You can expect to plod, plot, and plan, but it might take a lot of motivation for you to get things done. I was going to say motivated, but then I was like, that's redundant, and so I didn't say that, and um, yeah, moving on. While Mercury enters Cancer, taking our need for emotional communication and our clairvoyance up a level on this same day. You won't be this sensitive and reactive to subtext and body language for a while. Because that's what Mercury and Cancer is going to make us do. It's going to be like, why did that guy, why, I, I reached out to shake his hand and he didn't, he didn't shake it. Why? It's because of that one time I bought that Kraft macaroni and cheese and it was in the white cheddar flavor, not the American cheese cheddar flavor. And he didn't like it. I know that's what it is. The Capricorn full moon on July 13th is setting up to be just as action-packed as the Cancer new moon, or transit-packed. I don't know if there's a lot of action going on, just more transits. Venus and Gemini, another thing making major moves, is trying Saturn and Aquarius, which is good for long-term investments, or so astrologyking.com says. I don't really know. I can't. I don't have that placement. I don't give a shit. So you might finally buy or sell your crypto stocks once and for all. Might be the day to do it. Might be the day when you're like, you know what? Or maybe you actually make money. That's a big thing. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. Venus, oh, it's also square. Uh, retrograde Neptune and Pisces, which, you know, that could create some confusion and disillusionment regarding your money, relationships, and or spirituality. It'll be like that scene in Doctor Strange movie where his third eye... Like, he's the weird Doctor Strange where he has three eyes, and it's like, has conjunctivitis. Did I make that scene up? I don't remember. I know he has three eyes, and I want to say pus was coming out of something in that movie. Oh, no. No, sorry. Um, he was just being a pussy. Sorry. <laughs> Moving on. Mercury in Cancer uh, is sextile Uranus and Taurus and square Chiron and Aries. Didn't I tell you this was transit packed? <laughs> Expect to want to plan major changes and to also feel very conflicted about doing so because that's what's going to happen. Oh, God, we're almost done with this. On July 17th, Venus enters Cancer, shifting how we relate and spend. Now, I'm a Venus in Cancer native, so if you have any problems with that placement, get out of here. Shut this off. I don't want to listen to you. I don't want to hear you. I don't want you in my life or hearing me. 
because don't mess with my placement. I didn't mean to get so defensive, but Venus in Cancer is a great placement, okay? Like, don't fuck with us. Um, it also wants us to hold everything close. People, money, belongings. It values tradition. Like, I will only buy traditional pasta sauce. I don't buy any of that stuff with basil or Asiago cheese. No. Oh, there's also a stronger craving for emotional security and intimacy. God, that's so true. Now, this can create some thunderstorms, all right? You know, <laughs> jokes aside, Venus and Cancer is awesome, but also it makes people moodier, more sensitive and sentimental. It's so true. God, I don't want it to be true, but there are times I just think about the past and I'm like, why? Does it have to be the future? But at least, you know, I'm saving money and nostalgic trinkets. Uh, you will too during Venus and Cancer. I don't know. God, I do keep nostalgic trinkets because if someone gives me a gift, I never throw it away. I'm like, but they gave that to me. It means something. A normal Gemini, you know, a one who doesn't have this great yet awful Venus placement be like, get the fuck out of my face. I don't give a shit that she gave me a scrunchie. Throw that away. But me, I'm like, eh, don't know. It means something. <laughs> Last but certainly not least for your cancer season cosmic weather forecast, on July 19th, we have yet another double shot of transits. Oh, Mercury enters fiery Leo and Chiron stations retrograde in Aries. God, fucking fire. Mercury and Leo fires up your mind and makes you hella motivated to write, sell, and share your ideas. It's true. I mean, I know a friend. Her name is Katie. She has Mercury and Leo, and she's one of the sharpest, wittiest, funniest people who is also able to speak her mind more quickly than I can, but I think that's also because she has a Virgo moon. I have a Pisces moon, and so I'm like thinking a lot, and then before I say something, I'm like, should I say that? I self-edit. I self-censor. Oh, God. What was I saying? Oh, um, uh, retrograde Chiron will bring back those lingering sore spots surrounding your identity, ego, and self-assertion. Fucking great. Like, I need that in my life. It's a good time to grab your hanky and blankie and curl up on the couch for a good cry. I know I'm already getting sensitive. guess what? I'm not sad anymore. I have a surprise for you. You know, I've been talking quite a bit in this podcast about Venus in Gemini, and I mentioned the fact that today, June 22nd, Venus entered Gemini. Well, guess what? I have your horoscope for Venus in Gemini. I know. How fucking generous am I? Pretty fucking generous. Now, all right, maybe it's not necessarily generosity. Maybe it's laziness. Call it what you may because, I mean, seriously, like, I'm going to give you two podcasts in two days. <laughs> no. There ain't no way I'm working that hard, bro. It's summer, right? Ugh. Anyway. Venus and Gemini. Oh, it's so exciting. Because I'm a Gemini, and it's going to be great for me. I'm sure it's going to be great for other signs, but I don't give a shit because I'm a Gemini. Love is in the air. Literally, because Gemini is an air sign. Oh, love planet Venus has entered airy Gemini, and it will stay there until July 17th, which I already mentioned. Now, 
2022 Venus and Gemini is sure to breathe new life into your love and professional relationships as well as your finances. Why? Because Gemini is a fucking air sign. I just said that. Also, because Venus is a planet of lots of things. Love, pleasure, beauty, value, value, valley girls? Maybe not. Uh, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, uh, relating, sex. Actually, Mars is more sex, but sensuality. You know, the like, ooh foreplay. That's Venus, right? And during this Venus and Gemini transit, those areas of your life, I'm not going to list them again, will be imbued with the best and maybe worst qualities characteristic of the mutable air sign. Not that there are very many that are bad because Gemini is great. Whereas Venus and Taurus aim to keep everyone and everything in your life chill, Venus and Gemini will do the opposite. After all, Gemini is the trickster of the zodiac. <laughs> Seriously. Loki's got nothing on us Geminis, I it's it's completely true. Though, you know, Gemini is known as the sign of communication, activity, duality. The mutable sign is also the sign of fickleness, flightiness, flirtation, mutation, commotion, and change. Ah, oh, so much fun to hear about myself. Which means Venus and Gemini will see us being as lighthearted, as jokey, as flippant, and as flirty in our relationships as it will make us impish, fickle, and as commitment-phobic as Bollywood heartthrob Ranbir Kapoor. Of course, how exactly 2022 Venus and Gemini will do all of this depends on where the planet is transiting your birth chart. So, without further ado, your 2022 Venus and Gemini horoscope. I can't believe I'm giving you two of these in one episode. What is this? Last April? Aries and Aries rising. Okay. <clears throat> According to Egyptian myths, Isis and Osiris were siblings, which makes their relationship a bit complicated and weird. But your relationships don't have to be Aries. If you've caught feelings for a sibling-like person, a bestie, a next-door neighbor, etc., put your passions into words. Tell that special someone how much you want to jump their bones. It'll take courage and charisma, but uh, you're equipped with both. Taurus and Taurus rising. Tell me, have you been lavishly splurging on gifts for yourself? No? Well, you will be. Venus and Gemini makes budgeting a fitful endeavor. You can't help but go on spending benders, especially when it comes to beautiful, whimsical things. Oh, like Aphrodite, when you see something, or someone pretty, an Adonis perhaps, you have to have it, or them. It's called possessiveness. You, Scorpio and Cancer, know all about that. Gemini and Gemini rising. That's me! Girl or guy, Romeo and Juliet beget that whole love at first sight thing, but you'll be all about that life, right? Venus and Gemini cranks up your charm and attractiveness as if I couldn't be more charming and attractive. Like, it's gonna be like overload. And it puts all eyes on Y-O-U and makes you an eager beaver for finding a star-crossed soulmate. Now, I already have one of those. It's not star-crossed, but you know, I really like the fact that everybody's gonna be like, why are you so cute today? And I'm like, what? I'm like that every day. What the hell do you mean by that? Friends, family, and strangers see you as the most gorgeous and witty being alive. Stop, you're making me blush, me. 
relish this time as their resident heartthrob or comedian. I already do that. Like, <laughs> every time people come to me, I'm like, you want to laugh? And they're like, yeah, it's, you're you. And I'm like, right. Was I saying? Oh, cancer. <clears throat> and cancer rising. Cuddles and kisses may be hard to come by, but communication with your partner, partners, is much easier. Venus and Gemini soothes misunderstandings between you and your loved ones in this life and others if you avoid misrepresenting yourself. To be honest, sharing your desires and needs with your partner is something you struggle with. I'm like, yo, you expect everybody to be like psychically guessing what you want and need. I can say that because I have Venus and Cancer and that's what I do. So stop, okay? Sharing your desires and needs, listen cancer and cancer rising sharing your desires and needs with your partner helps you and them just tell them what you want why is that so hard for water signs god sure words aren't as satisfying as hugs i get it but they can heal or hurt if you don't speak you end up hurting yourself and them in the process i'm moving on leo and leo rising that's also me god this is gonna be Listen to this. Both your love life and social life are about to soar. Oh shit, did I write this for me? I might have. <laughs> Venus and Gemini connects you with new pals, followers, and or romantic fans. Oh my God, as if I needed any more of those. I do need more followers. Hmm. So start posting on Instagram as if you ever stopped. Join a Facebook art, fashion, music lovers group, whatever it is that you love, join that group or flirt with people on the street. You're literally irresistible. Also, this is very important, Leo. You should have a lot of good hair days. Oh, God. Ugh. So don't get bangs. It's not a podcast unless I talk about bangs. Because um, you don't need them, right? It's it's when Venus goes into cancer that we're going to start being like, oh, but, uh, like, I don't, uh, you know. And then we just... Moving on, Virgo and Virgo rising. <clears throat> Very often this time of year, you find yourself falling head over heels for a person of authority, status, or maturity. <sighs> Been there. The good or bad news is that feelings for this seemingly mature figure will pass as fast as they come on. Of course, if mommy-daddy issues, which are actually what? are motivating you to fall for that person just saying if those aren't your thing know that work issues smooth themselves out and you may get that promotion you've been chasing i don't know if you've been chasing it but yeah, whatever. <gasps> libra and libra rising look we all know you love commitment that's one of your hallmarks libra it's great you want to like shack up with someone and be like i'm with you forever but it might behoove you to consider Venus and Gemini's urging to embrace your often stifled need for freedom. If betrothed, you and your boo could explore your wildest whimsies together and apart. If single, you may find love or find out how to love yourself at, I don't know, some sort of exotic art exhibit or like, Jurassic Park Dominion or something that's, you know, ooh, out of the ordinary, right? Money from faraway places flies into your pocket. Scorpio and Scorpio rising. Still pining for a love you can count on, 
Well, you might have to wait for Venus in Cancer because Venus in Gemini makes intimacy and all that soul-deep connection stuff you crave fickle. One minute you're affectionate and want to buddy up with everyone, the next you want to be alone so you can brood, your favorite hobby, that, or your partner, friends, and neighbors give you the slip again and again and again until you say no more because you know what, Scorpio, I'll give you this. You don't put up with shit. Sagittarius and Sagittarius rising. So yeah, you're looking to date but not marry and or hook up with a partner. Why did I say not marry? God, I think you know why. Good news, Venus and Gemini brings those partners to you. This transit makes you hella appealing to the opposite sex and dating apps like Bumble, Tinder, Hinge could become your new favorite thing. But if you're in a relationship, you and your current boo could get frisky like a couple of Riverdale teenagers. Hmm. A bonk in the backseat? Maybe. Capricorn and Capricorn rising. Chalk it up to your ruler Saturn, but you're not looking for romance. At least, not totally. You still want to be and stay productive while in love. You don't really care about the candlelight dinners and all that. You're like, hmm, are you going to be worthy of anything? Venus and Gemini could attract a reliable, worthy worker bee beau, a gym to your Pam, perhaps. But it's more likely to make your day-to-day -day routine run smoother. Money is spent on flippant trinkets that make your workspace all purdy. Aquarius and Aquarius rising. All right, are you ready for a love fest? If you're a Danny looking for your Sandy or vice versa, then you're in luck. Venus and Gemini could help you attract a summer lover and one after that and another after that and another, you know. It's true, Venus sees you momentarily trading monogamy for polygamy, maybe even polyamory. I mean, knowing you, you'll do anything. That, or you spend this transit high-vibing solo and self-pleasuring till you can't see straight. I want to think of the song Turning Japanese. Pisces and Pisces rise. Pleasing, or as unpleasant as this might sound, your house could become the social spot this summer. I'm talking dinner dates, game nights, and so many brunches. This requires some frivolous redecorating, so you might busy yourself with making your place look pretty even though you're not gonna invite anybody there. Or you home hop and relocate to your base place and do the socializing slash decorating stuff there. Or you 86 Sukasa and make a local dive bar, coffee joint, or brewery your interim home turf. Anything to do with home and family Pisces is gonna be up your alley.
Ugh. So, wow. Two horoscopes, a 30-minute podcast. What is this, Netflix? Oh, I did a lot. Oh, I, uh, there you have it. You're somewhat vague and somewhat untrustworthy horoscope for Venus and Gemini and the complete cosmic weather forecast for 2022 cancer season. You can thank me later or better yet, thank me by following this podcast or following me on Instagram at Cosmic Cannibal Camille or following me on Medium at Cosmic Cannibal or getting yourself a copy of my book, The Zodiac Abstract, available on my website, www.cosmiccannibal.com. God, I love self-promotion, if that's not obvious. (laughs) Hope you enjoy the rest of Venus and Gemini and the rest of Cancer season. Bye!